Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. I want to welcome you to this uh, little podcast I'm putting together here um, for this Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. Um, Just going through the services for morning and evening prayer according to the Anglican tradition, which is the English Christian tradition. Uh, if you're struggling with maintaining a consistent prayer and devotion life, uh, this is a practice that I found uh, has helped me tremendously. And uh, I put this podcast together in the hope uh, that it would help uh, you as well. So this uh, morning and evening prayer is a set liturgy that's spoken every day. Uh, it has a set series of prayers, responses, readings, and it's just a great way to help uh, keep you um focused and on track when it comes to uh, your prayer and devotion life. So if you'd like to follow along with this morning prayer service here that uh, uh, we'll be getting into here shortly, um, there's a couple of ways to do that. I'll be reading out of the Book of Common Prayer published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Uh, You can go to that church's website at anglicanchurch.net. Uh, Click on the Resources tab and click on Book of Common Prayer. Uh, From there, you should find links to um, a variety of services, uh, including morning and evening prayer. Um, You can also go to dailyoffice2019.com. Just make sure you're on morning prayer for Wednesday, August 23rd. Or also, you're welcome to just uh, listen and pray pray along with me as I go through the service. So, as we get ready to pray together, let us begin with a um, moment of silence just to prepare our hearts for worship. So again, this is morning prayer for Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. This is the Wednesday after the 12th Sunday after Pentecost. And let us uh, begin with an opening sentence, pardon me, an opening sentence from Scripture. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. And let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, We have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. 
We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let's say together the Venite, and this will begin and end with a response three that says, uh, the mercy of the Lord is everlasting, and the response is, O come, let us adore him. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. O come, let us adore him. <clears throat> the Psalms appointed for this morning prayer for the 23rd day of the month begin with Psalm 110. The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord shall send the scepter of your power out of Zion, rule in the midst of your enemies. In the day of your power, the people in holy raiment shall offer you free will offerings. From the womb of the morning, the dew of your youth belongs to you. The Lord has sworn and will not recant. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. 
The Lord at your right hand shall smite kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge the nations. He shall fill the lands with dead bodies and strike down heads over many countries. He shall drink from the brook by the way. Therefore shall he lift up his head. Going on to Psalm 111. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks unto the Lord with my whole heart, in the company of the upright and among the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out by all who have pleasure in them. His work is worthy to be praised and held in honor, and his righteousness endures forever. He has made his marvelous works to be had in remembrance. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He has given food to those who fear him. He shall ever be mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are faithfulness and justice. All his commandments are true. They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and equity. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all those who live accordingly. His praise endures forever. Going on to Psalm 112. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the one who fears the Lord, who has great delight in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty in the land. The generation of the faithful shall be blessed. Riches and plenteousness shall be in his house, and his righteousness shall endure forever. For the upright there rises light in the darkness. He is merciful, loving, and righteous. It is good for him to be generous in lending, and to guide his words with discretion. For he shall never be moved, and the righteous shall be kept in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of any evil tidings, for his heart is steadfast and trusts in the Lord. His heart is established and will not fear, at the last he shall see his desire upon his enemies. He is given freely to the poor, and his righteousness endures forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The ungodly shall see it and shall be angry. He shall gnash his teeth and waste away. The desire of the ungodly shall perish. And going on to Psalm 113. Praise the Lord. Sing praises, you servants of the Lord. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord, from this time forth forevermore. The Lord's name be praised, from the rising up of the sun to the going down of the same. The Lord is high above all nations and his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who has his dwelling so high, 
and yet humbles himself to behold the things that are in heaven and earth. He takes up the lowly out of the dust, and lifts the poor out of the ashes, that he may set them with the princes, even with the princes of his people. He gives the barren woman a home to dwell in, and makes her to be a joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the second book of Samuel, beginning with the eleventh chapter and the first verse. In the spring of the year, the time when kings go out to battle, David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they ravaged the Ammonites and besieged Reba. But David remained at Jerusalem. It happened late one afternoon, when David arose from his couch and was walking on the roof of the king's house, that he saw from the roof a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful. And David sent and inquired about the woman, and one said, Is not this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? So David sent messengers and took her, and she came to him, and he lay with her. Now she had been purifying herself from her uncleanness. Then she returned to her house, and the woman conceived, and she sent and told David, I am pregnant. So David sent word to Joab, Send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent Uriah to David. And when Uriah came to him, David asked how Joab was doing, and how the people were doing, and how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, Go down to your house and wash your feet. And Uriah went out of the king's house, and there followed him a present from the king. But Uriah slept at the door of the king's house with all the servants of his lord, and did not go down to his house. When they told David Uriah did not go down to his house, David said to Uriah, Have you not come from a journey? Why did you not go down to your house? Uriah said to David, The ark and Israel and Judah dwell in booths, and my lord Joab and the servants of my lord are camping in the open field. Shall I then go to my house to eat and drink and to lie with my wife? As you live and as your soul lives, I will not do this thing. Then David said to Uriah, Remain here today also, and tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next, and David invited him, and he ate in his presence and drank, so that he made him drunk. And in the evening he went out to lie on his couch with the servants of his lord, but he did not go down to his house. In the morning David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it by the hand of Uriah. In the letter he wrote, Set Uriah in the forefront of the hardest fighting, and then draw back from him, that he may be struck down and die. And as Joab was besieging the city, he assigned Uriah to the place where he knew there were valiant men. And the men of the city came out and fought with Joab, and some of the servants of David among the people fell, 
Uriah the Hittite also died. Then Joab sent and told David all the news about the fighting, and he instructed the messenger, When you have finished telling all the news about the fighting to the king, then if the king's anger rises, and if he says to you, Why did you go so near to the city to fight? Did you not know that they would shoot from the wall? Who killed Abimelech, the son of Jerubasheth? Did not a woman cast an upper millstone at him from the wall so that he died at Thebes? Why did you go so near the wall? Then you shall say, Your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. So the messenger went and came and told David all that Joab had sent him to tell. The messenger said to David, The men gained an advantage over us and came out against us in the field, but we drove them back to the entrance of the gate. Then the archers shot at your servants from the wall. Some of the king's servants are dead, and your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead also. David said to the messenger, Thus shall you say to Joab, Do not let this matter displease you, for the sword devours now one and now another. Strengthen your attack against the city and overthrow it, and encourage him. When the wife of Uriah heard that Uriah her husband was dead, she lamented over her husband. And when the mourning was over, David sent and brought her to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing that David had done displeased the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Te Deum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. 
Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from the epistle of St. Paul to the Philippians, beginning with the fourth chapter and the first verse. Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. I entreat Euodia and I entreat Syntyche to agree in the Lord. Yes, I ask you also, true companion, help these women, who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Yet it was kind of you to share my trouble. And you Philippians yourselves know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I left Macedonia, no church entered into partnership with me in giving and receiving, except you only. Even in Thessalonica, you sent me help for my needs once and again. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that increases to your credit. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied, having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. 
He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us proclaim our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. <clears throat> the Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Wednesday after the Twelfth Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. 
Keep your church, O Lord, by your perpetual mercy. And, because without you the frailty of our nature causes us to fall, keep us from all things hurtful, and lead us to all things profitable for our salvation. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A College for Grace. Let us pray. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor run into any danger, and that, guided by your Spirit, we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit, that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen. Feel free to uh, pause the podcast at this time to uh, offer up your own intercessions and petitions before the Lord, and we'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. So now that we've brought our petitions before the Lord, let's thank him for his blessings in the words of the general thanksgiving. Let's pray together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time, with one accord, to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Well, that brings this Wednesday uh, morning prayer service to a close. Thank you so much for spending this time with me in prayer and, and devotion. If this has been a a good experience for you, I'd love to hear your feedback, any 
questions, prayer requests, whatever you have on your heart, uh, feel free to reach out to me uh, by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me on X, uh, formerly known as Twitter, at commonprayer419. Um, if you have not yet uh, done so, please uh, subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it. Uh, if you can give it a, uh, a good rating and a positive review, hopefully that'll help uh, spread the word and help this podcast reach more people who may need this uh, time of devotion in, in their lives. And, and uh, for now, we'll wrap things up, but be sure to come back at 5 p.m. Eastern for evening prayer. Um, so we'll, to wrap up, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you. So much for joining me. I pray that God richly blesses you today, and I'll see you next time.